Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201, Excellence. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yesterday, we talked about the supply chain shortage and how it's impacting all of our food trucks. One of the things I mentioned was we also have a labor shortage. So I'm going to talk about just a couple of things you can do today to help alleviate your local labor shortage so that you are not the truck that's running shorthanded. It's somebody else. What I want you to embrace is two different areas. One is high school students. One is college students. Certainly, no matter what size town you live in, you've got a high school. And if you live in a fairly sizable town, you're going to have at least one college, maybe even a university. Those are two areas where there's lots of people that need jobs. And most likely they just want a part-time job, which fits in well with a food truck. So here's a couple of things you need to know. When you go to hire high school students, most likely they're under 18, and that's not a problem. But you need to know your child labor laws. They're federal laws and they're state laws, and you've got to know them and then adhere to those laws. You got to make sure you understand what the do's and don'ts are for different age groups. You can actually hire in most states down to 14, 15 year olds, but they have ridiculously limited hours and they also have certain jobs they just cannot do. You got to know what your state allows. The 16, 17 year olds, they have a little bit more flexibility as far as the hours they can work and when they can work in relationship to school being in session. And they also can work more different jobs on your food truck. But there's still a couple things they can't do. Like, for instance, if you have a meat slicer, someone under 18 cannot operate that. You want to make sure you identify the skills that you need so that way you can hire the people that fit in with those particular skills. If you're looking for friendly, outgoing people to be cashiers, then you want to interview towards that skill level. And then as you're engaging the high school programs, for instance, that allow students to get out of school early to go to work, you want to make sure that the directors of those programs understand what you're looking for. You want to have clear expectations. So you're going to have to have an employee handbook. You're going to have to explain to these folks, because remember, this is more than likely to be their very first job. So not only do you need to teach them how to dress your sandwiches and cook your food products, you're going to have to teach them how to be good employees. That's on you, because anything that happens after you've hired and trained them falls back on your ability to have trained them in the first place. So if you find yourself saying, those idiots, they're so stupid, I can't believe what they do. You hired them, you trained them. So accept responsibility for that. You want to make sure you outline the work times. High school students have a whole bunch of stuff going on beyond just going to school. They've got sports, they've got clubs, they've got events, they've got social activities. They've got things they want to do that have nothing to do with your food truck. So make sure you understand they have things they got to do. So you may have to hire two or three or four part-time people to be able to cover one job, so to speak. You got to make sure that you outline what your expectations are for the work, but then also understand they've got to have a life too. 
One thing that you can do to help generate high school applicants is to attend school events or school fairs where they invite the community in to show off different job skills. You can do this a little bit differently instead of saying, hey, come work for me at my food truck. Ask the teacher or the director or the person in charge of that particular event to allow you to just do a walkthrough on an interview. Say, I will teach the students how to go to an interview. I will teach the students how to get through all the different questions they may be asked. So that way there's no pressure on anyone to attend an event where, hey, we're going to work in my food truck and I'm going to do interviews. But if you're teaching them generically how to get through an interview, you're still able to do the interview process and really learn more about the student and find the ones that are friendly and outgoing and the ones that are going to have more of the mechanical skills that could be able to do the physical labor as far as cooking or cleaning goes. So you can find those out without the students going through the pressure of an interview with you to get a job. You want to make sure you're offering competitive wages, that the wages need to be an entry-level wage. Do not start at minimum wage. Minimum wage will get you minimum work. But whatever your wage is, there needs to be a clear path for the folks to make more money. They need to know when they learn a certain amount of skills, you're going to give them a raise. When they learn more skills and perform those skills the way you expect them to be performed, they'll get a second raise and then a third raise. They need to have that path laid out. you got to keep them excited about the job because they have a million other things going on that's going to take their attention. That's how to deal with high school students. Now let's talk about college students. They're going to be slightly different in that they most likely are going to have at least one job under their belt. Could be fast food, it could be retail, could be anything. But they're probably going to have a little teeny tiny bit of work experience. What you're going to have to do, number one, is train them on all your specifications. Just because they work five years at McDonald's does not make them a good employee. That just means they've got experience. You may have a whole bunch of bad habits to break. So you got to keep that in mind. Lay out exactly the same program for the college student as you did with the high school student. All your expectations, all your policies and procedures, and then you do them and you hold them accountable. When you got to hire a college student, consider the following things. Think about their job history. If at all possible, see how much of an expert they are in their previous job. If they worked at Taco Bell or they worked at McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King or wherever, ask them questions that you would know the answer to as a guest of one of those restaurants. Like, I have never worked at Taco Bell, and I only know a couple of people that have worked at Taco Bell. But when I get an employee from Taco Bell, I'll ask him things about, hey, tell me how to assemble a taco, because I've had tacos from Taco Bell. I know how it's assembled. And what you're listening for is, do they know the details? How much meat? How much lettuce? How much sour cream? How much tomatoes? You're listening for the quality of the training they've had, because they can remember those details. They'll remember your details. You want to consider their GPA if they've never had a job before. GPA, what that does is it shows they at least have a good work ethic. The higher the GPA, the better the work ethic. Doesn't necessarily mean they're intelligent. It just means that they at least know how to get good grades. So if they figured out how to get good grades, they can also figure out how to be a good employee for you. You want to partner with the local colleges as much as you would a high school. They should have some type of hospitality program. They should have some type of vocational program to help somebody that doesn't necessarily want to go be a doctor or a lawyer to still develop the work skills necessary to perform necessary and important jobs like, you know, selling food to people, preparing food for people, caterers, that kind of thing. So hospitality programs, you got to partner with them, tell them what you're looking for, and then let them know I've always got job openings. I would love to be able to, to have a rotation of people coming in and out because some of those people end up working with you full time. So you want to keep your doors open to as many potential recruits as possible. 
then you want to talk about transferable skills they would learn on your food truck. You're not just hiring somebody to learn how to cook a hamburger. You're hiring somebody to learn how to operate a business and to get the skills necessary when they're in the hospitality industry. So it goes beyond, you got to flip the burger when the juices rise to the top. You're going to talk about the details. You're going to talk about this is why we do what we do. This is how you take care of a guest. Hi, welcome to our food truck. Would you like to try A? That suggests selling. And you explain all the details. When they learn those kind of skills that they can transfer it to their own food truck, or they transfer it to a restaurant that they want to get, or even just transfer it to any generic business, they are learning basic skills. And it is super important that you talk about what is transferable in the food truck business to the world in general. You can also have an employee referral program. That's basically where you offer some type of bonus or monetary incentive to your current employees to refer prospective employees. What you'll find is good employees will refer good employees in most cases. People that are good employees don't want to work with people that don't pull their weight, no matter how good of friends they are with them. Because if they get their buddy who's a lazy bum a job, that means they got to work harder. So they don't do that. So to set up some type of incentive to always have that lane of people lined up that want a job, that may want to work part-time, one weekend a month, two weekends a month. So you want to make sure you have some type of retention program for your young employees. If you're lucky enough and you can hire one at even 14, they could potentially work for you for four years before they graduate. And if they stay with you through college, now you've got an employee for eight years. So it's important that you train them right. So you'll want to keep them for eight years. Then you also treat them right. So they'll want to stay with you for eight years. Because remember, a lot of cases you're going to be seasonal. And that's okay. Having a trained employee come back with you season after season after season is awesome. It takes a whole lot of stress away from you. Retaining employees helps reduce turnover. Turnover is one of those fancy corporate terms that indicates you've lost an employee and has to be replaced by another employee. And it's usually expressed as a percentage. So keep your turnover low. So a couple things you can do to help keep your turnover low is obviously you're going to be paying folks when they're training. So you're always going to be teaching them how to do the job and that's always going to be paid. You want to have some clear path for pay increases and you want to have some clear path for a bonus system. The bonus system needs to be a little bit of a stretch, but it also needs to be attainable because if it's too much of a stretch and no one's getting the bonuses, they don't care. Give them more responsibility. When you hire somebody and they're going to be a grill cook, for instance, put them in charge of your waste program. They're going to be the ones that keep track of the waste. Put them in charge of inventory. Put them in charge of something that makes them feel like they are learning more skills. They're getting more valuable to you. And this is one more reason to give them more money. You want to create a positive company culture. If you stand around and cuss and complain about, oh, those guests are so stupid, I can't believe they can't read the menu. That example is going to be how your employees will treat the customers when they come up. So you got to stay professional 100% of the time. You got to set the example 100% of the time. When I talk to an employee and they've done something really dumb and they're in trouble, I talk to them exactly the same way that I would would talk to a guest. I don't yell, I don't scream, I don't holler. Hey, you did X, Y, and Z incorrectly. You know what the policy and the procedure is. Here's what's going to happen. And that's it. Because if I yell and scream and holler at them, I'm giving them permission to yell, scream, and holler at a guest when they do something dumb. Or I'm giving them permission to yell, scream, and holler at their co-workers when the co-worker does something dumb. So you set the example 100% of the time. So as long as you understand you can hire young people and they can work and they can work out well, 
Yes, they are different than when you were a kid. And they're certainly different from when I was a kid. When I started in restaurants in the late 70s, we had a crew of about 30 people to run our restaurant. About 28 of those people were absolutely awesome. They were unbelievably amazing. And then we had two that, eh, they weren't so hot. Today, it's the other way around. If you're lucky enough to get 30 people to work for you, 28 of them are going to be not so hot. You're going to have two that are awesome. On your food truck, you're constantly looking to upgrade and get good employees. Always be looking out for, that person's got a great smile. I wonder if they would like a job. Don't be afraid when someone does something that impresses you at one of your uh, restaurants, for instance, a fast food restaurant. Hey, would you like a part-time job? I love how you operate. And if you don't want a part-time job, do you know somebody that does, that has the same kind of skills and attitude that you have? You're always looking to get yourself staffed. Staffing is an ongoing procedure you need to do. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. If you like being around like-minded, positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. we got a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from starting to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping your food truck business grow. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and helping your food truck business.